All right, everyone, welcome to part two of today's podcast, Monday, April 10th, 2023. It is the MLA OB Daily Podcast. Adam Martin here with my co-host, Big Marcel. Monday night, Marcel, always look forward to the podcast, man, with you. All right, so we just recapped UFC 287. Now we're going to UFC Kansas City. Uh, this card's pretty good, man. We were just talking about off-air, Marcel, 14 fights in this card. So it's a very deep card. Give me your thoughts on this one, man, overall, before we uh, jump into the individual fights. Yeah, man, it's a fun card. You know, looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, like one minute ago, I still have no idea why Nicolau against Roy Vallas yeah. on prelims. That should definitely be another main card. But yeah, some fun fights. Looking forward to it. I think some prelim fights are also pretty good. So um, yeah, I mean, um, overall, a, a fun fight card, a good fight night. And uh, I mean, you can't you can't have a bad 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 lineup in front of an audience, in my opinion. So yeah, it's okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. All right, guys, let's get some comments here. We've got Quinn. Tickets. Yeah, the tickets are not – that's not that's not expensive at all. I mean, if I live there, I would love to go to this card. I think this card's really good, guys. I think this card's really good. I agree with you guys. Like, uh, especially breaking it down. Like, the undercard is pretty deep. Like, it's a good card. Uh, we got 14 fights, so let's get into it, Marcel. Why waste any time? Let's start with the first fight here. we got Jocelyn Edwards taking on Lucy Pujolova. And uh, odds on uh, Pujolova, Marcel – Minus 140 is the favorite. Jocelyn Edwards plus 115 on the comeback as the dog. What do you think? You go first. Um, well, it's like a lower level women's fight, but like they're both decent fighters. Like both got the talent. Um, I, I, I would, I think I have to go with Pooja Loba though, just because like she is on, I, in the UFC, she hasn't performed that well overall, but she did look good in her comeback against what, uh, Wu Yan. Overall, since leaving the UFC, I think she's won like seven of her last eight fights. So like pretty consistent. Looks improved. Obviously, really tough girl. You know, good grounded pound, good good ground game. And that's kind of what I'm banking on here. Uh, Jocelyn Edwards is, I think, on the feet, probably the more effective striker. You know, she lands a lot of strikes in her fights. Um, in the last two fights, she broke 100 strikes, landed in each of those fights. That's impressive. But to me, like, the takedown defense isn't great. Like, Jessica Rose Clark took her down five times. Carol Hosta took her down four times. I, I kind of feel like Pujolov can get her down just like her last fight with Wien. Get her down. Don't know if she finishes her because I do think Edward is a tougher, but uh, I kind of feel like Pujolo will kind of wrestle her, Marcel, grind her out, and probably win the decision. Although, I guess a, there is a chance of a finish like the last fight just if she gets her opponent tired. But yeah, I, I lean towards Pujolova. It's not like the strongest lean because, again, you know, they're not like, you know, they're not superstar fighters by any means. You, you know, it's kind of some, there's probably some variance here, but uh, yeah, I think Pujolova is probably the better fighter. So I'll pick her. What do you think? Uh, coin flip kind of fight, yeah. You know, um, also going pretty lower, but coin flip kind of fight, man. This yeah. this almost cream split decision, you know. Um, what that's a good bet, actually, because last week both the women's fights I think went to split. It's never a bad call, you know, in the, in the UFC. Like, it seems like I would guess, especially if you look at a fight, you're like, okay, this fight's close, like going for a split decision prop, either fight or winning by split, it's something to keep in mind. So, sorry, I just wanted to jump in and say that. I, uh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I said it, and then I said I agree with you, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> if, 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 otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. Um, yeah, th- th- that's the thing, I think. You know, it's it's close fight. I think the Pudlova will likely win it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think both girls will do do a lot in the fight, you know, and it will be probably difficult for the judges to judge his fight. So, uh, Lova for me, split decision. Let's get some comments. What's up, Crazy Pato? Here he is, man. Good afternoon to you. Joe Lex Edwards. Yeah, it's a close fight, Joe. Um, Antoine, yo, would you guys say it's pay-per-view quality fight night? I think it's a really good fight night. I don't know if it's pay-per-view quality because it's lacking a title fight, um, but I think it's a really good fight night. Remember, like, those old Fox cards that was kind of stacked more than the regular pay-per-view or regular yeah. fight nights? That's kind of yeah. like this. They don't do that anymore, but you know what I mean, Marcel? They would stack them a little more. That's, to me, like this one. Is this on ABC? Do you know if this one is? No, that's uh, that's uh, Charlotte card is on ABC. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you. Okay. This um, one is on ESPN. That's it's, 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 well, it's they're, pretty... They're, they're clearly trying to showcase uh, Jilton in that fight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. This yeah. one, ESPN, is pretty late because of the basketball yeah. playoffs, I think. so. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of playoff games uh, starting yeah. this week. Where the compared to the early card, is great. I think it's a great card, dude. If Arnold Allen's who wins, better feather. We'll talk about Allen after. I don't want to think about him right now. Um, how did Belongs get signed for this card? I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like They signed him last year, but he ha- doesn't have a great record. He is an exciting guy to watch, but you wouldn't think a guy – I think he's like one and two in his last three fights, right? Like They signed him. Was there some mm-hmm. deal with someone else that he trains with or something? Or I don't kind know. Kind of a weird just, signing, eh? Like yeah. maybe his manager was like, "Hey, if you sign out this guy, we have to bring in him too." Remember that guy, Martin? You know that, like, oh, Nick, that, yeah, Nick, that Nick Diaz, Diaz guy. Is, like teammate. He sucked, right? Like, no offense to him, but 
he still kicked my ass, but uh, it's know. it's it's the same with with Charles uh, Oliveira, who got. But those are actually good. The fighters, Daniel Willycat guy is actually like really good, though. Yeah, right? and also Alan Nascimento. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, those guys are good. Uh, once the money, Patrick says on Barber legal split. Yeah, uh, there was a fight last year. Uh, wasn't it? Was it? Was it Charles Uh God, it was. Yeah, yeah, first Gian Kim. I bet on that fight going to split decision, Marcel. And I cashed, it was like plus 750 or something. Like, <laughs> I know, I was like, and I was telling, I remember telling Cole, I'm like, Cole, I'm like, I really think this fight's going to split. Like, just watch. And it was in Texas, too. So, like, if it's in Texas, man, bet on the splits. Yeah. So, you, when, when Bruce was reading the scorecard, we're going to the judges' scorecards for decision. I Judge, loved it. I was like, yes. I was saying, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> you never know because it could be a draw, but yeah, usually it means you won. All yeah. right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Yeah, I mean, we talk about Bolanos, right? Like, he's up yeah. next here. Gustin Bolanos taking on Aaron Phillips in the UFC bandwidth division. And honestly, this is kind of, like, it's a fun fight. Someone's probably going to get finished in this fight. But, like, mm -hmm. this is more of, like, a Bellator fight than a UFC fight. And I don't mean it, like, as, I don't, I don't want to say it, like, derogatory terms. Because, like, that's, Bellator is still great. But, like, I just don't think it's a UFC caliber fight, Marcel, this fight. Because... To me, Aaron Phillips has looked pretty bad in UFC 0-3. Never been impressed with his game. I know he's done well outside the UFC, but like in the octagon, just hasn't done well. And then Bolanos, like again, kind of an exciting guy, but like three losses, you know, didn't didn't do great in Bellator, and now he's going to the UFC. I don't know, Marcel. It's kind of weird they signed this guy. I agree with Glenn, who's saying that earlier. Oh, sorry, let me get the odds for this one. So yeah, let's just talk about this fight. Bolanos minus 190, Phillips plus 155. I'll start again on this one, Marcel. Mm -hmm. I. I I can't pick Aaron Phillips because I have not been impressed with his game at either time he's been in the UFC. At the same time, though, I just don't trust Bolanos because like I've seen him lose to guys like he should beat before. So it's 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 a fight I would stay away from as well. I'll pick Bolanos because I think he's got more like pure power and can knock him out. But I don't know, man. Like the cardio worries, there's a lot of stuff that worries me with this dude. Like submission defense, everything really. I just don't I can't pick Aaron Phillips. So Bolanos by knockout, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not completely sold on this guy. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he got knocked out either. So what do you think? Yeah, it's difficult, man. Normally in this kind of fights where we think it's really close, you're going to look at will be Jay Ellis, but Bo didn't. So um, yeah, I mean, uh, Gaston Bolanos, um, he was fun to watch, dude, at Bellator, not going to lie. I mean, he was oh. fun to watch, but not really high level, I feel, you know. Oh. Aaron Phillips actually changed his nickname, dude. I still thought his nickname was The Model, but it's a dragon right now. Mm. Um, I remember when he came in the UFC, it was Aaron The Model Phillips. So, um, no, I'm going with Bolanos as well. I, probably, I, I would say, I, I would bet on the finish in this one, probably. Um, so, or, Phillips has never been knocked out, but he was... He was knocked out as an amateur. Uh, knocked out as a pro, I should say. He did lose his inj by injury TKO to Chris Gutierrez. Mm -hmm. um, Jack Chor submitted him, but I'm with you. I picked him by knockout too. So uh, I just, I don't know, man. I remember in Bellator where he lost that Daniel Carey guy. What was he? He, yeah, he was a minus 1100 favorite. That always worries me, you know? It's always a worry. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt this guy's nasty, right? Like he's got nasty, nasty striking. But again, Marcel, what if he doesn't finish in the first round? I could yeah, see then. Aaron Phillips winning with the cardio. Exactly. Yeah. That's the worry here. That's the worry, guys. Here's a question. What would you rate what would you rate this card? Um seven. Like an eight for me. I think the card's good. All right. Well, if I just said that should be in Bellator that fight. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Marcel, you got a women's fight between Bruna Brazil and Denise Gomes. Who's this girl who's her girlfriend, Carol Hoxa? Is that who it is? Yeah. yeah. So we saw her fight in the UFC. Uh odds for this fight. Uh, we have Brazil, Bruno Brazil minus 225. Denise Gomes is uh plus 180. And again, this fight in the UFC women's strawweight division. Marcel, give me your pick on this one. Yeah, I think it's actually very nasty from Bruna to take the whole country with her while she's fighting a Brazilian. So, um yeah, I mean, Bruna did really good, dude, in the contender series. She knocked out Marnik Man, right? Um Look really good her debut now in the UFC. If you look at Denise Gomez, um, she had that uh, short notice fight against um, Loma Lubunmi, uh, which was 
Luma was better, but it was competitive. Um, she lost the fight. She had a great fight with Rayana, with Rayana Almeida and the uh, was Rayana, Rayana Amanda. I'm sorry, in the contender series, plus a win before against Milana Dudieva, who's a former UFC fighter, uh, but she fought her in Invicta. Um, man, I mean. I was impressed by Bruno Brazil, dude. Got to be honest, yeah. you know. And uh, I, I feel like I have to pick her or to win. Uh, it's really difficult. Both Brazilian girls, both still very early in their career in UFC. No. Can't go either way, but I'm I'm with Bruno Brazil. Going with a finish, no decision win. Yeah, I was thinking of this fight. I'm like, I think they're both pretty good fighters, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, Easy Gomes, like you said, that Frank contender is so good. And then I know she lost to Loma, but she had some good moments in that fight, too. And I. I, you know, the UFC debut was on short notice. Like, I don't think she looked that, that bad in that fight. So she's definitely a pretty solid fighter. Um, but here's the thing: I was looking, at, I was thinking of both of them, and I'm like, okay, who do I have to, who am I going to pick here? And I'm just thinking to myself, well, that head kick was nasty on contender by uh, Brazil, right? And I'm just thinking to myself, she's definitely more special, right? And then I click on her topology; her nickname is literally the special one. And I'm like, okay, that's a sign that I have to pick her. I have to, <laughs> I have to, Marcel. Like, I, I think she's a really good fighter um, that I've seen so far. Um, this is obviously your UFC debut. You know, you always have to keep that in mind. But uh, yeah, Marcel, I'm going to pick her, man. I, I think she she gets the job done. Does she knock this girl out? I don't know. I mean, that's the question, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, that's that that it's kind of hard to say because uh, Gomes. I think she's pretty durable. I think she showed that in her last fight. You know, she has been finished by strikes before, possible. But I, yeah, I got to lean towards Brazil. She is favored to win the fight, Marcel. So it's not like I'm going like on a win here, but. Uh, yeah, I think they're both talented young women, but I, I gotta go with Brazil. I think she's a little more special. You think is he a finish or a decision? Decision, decision. That's what I'm thinking too. But yeah, I mean, a lot of her wins are by finish. So, uh, what are we gonna sing after the fight? What are we gonna sing? Brazil, yeah, la 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 la. Sorry, I had to do it. Okay, all right. So let's go to the next fight here. Cruising through the early prelims here, Marcel. The next fight we have the lightweight bout between Landon Venata. And Daniel Zellhuber, odds for this one are basically a pick em. Uh Slightly towards Daniel Zellhuber, minus 115, minus 105, Lando Venata. I'll start on this one too, Marcel. This is kind of a tough fight to pick, I think, man. This one's tricky, um, in my opinion, anyways. Like, I I thought Zellhuber looked great on contender, and then he just laid an egg against Trey Ogden. It worries me. Maybe it was just, you know, uh, the, the jitters. Maybe he's gotten rid of them now, hopefully. And then he comes in Pardon? Lay an egg? Is that the sort yeah, of... Yeah, something like that. I think that's what they say, laying an egg. <laughs> he just looked bad. I mean, he looked terrible in that fight. Like, was not competitive at all. Um, weird weird performance, man. I just I want to assume that that was just, you know, a learning curve for this guy, right? Uh, he's only 23, I believe, so he's super young, super talented. Um, and then Lanny Venato, you know, he's a veteran, been around for a long time, very inconsistent, though. You know, UFC record uh, has not strung together two wins in a row. Um He's actually alternated wins and losses for his past, like, six fights, so he's due for a win here. But uh, I don't know. I mean, this is tough, man, because uh, Venata's, you know, been in there with better competition. You know, he's very tough. But uh, I still think – I still want to believe in Zell Huber, right? I still want to believe in the guy. Because I saw something special in this kind of contender. And, and uh, you, you know, he's still so much bigger than his opponent here, man. Remember, some lightweight, right? Um, yeah, I'll go with Zell Huber by decision, but – I don't think I can. I don't think I can bet it because you know, just that performance against Ogden. I mean, maybe though. You know, it's kind of like a kind of on the fence boat, like a bet. I, I I don't know, man. Like the line is really tempting, right? It's a pick 'em, you know. But at the same time, I do kind of feel it's a competitive fight. It's going to go to the scorecards probably too, right? So the judges get involved. I don't know. What do you think, man? I want to hear your thoughts on this one. I still have a smile on my face because you're talking about laying an egg. Laying an egg, yeah, I know. What, what do you what do you think about this fight, man? Um, I think it's like um, it's difficult, you know, because of that last performance of Zell Huber. You know, yeah. at the same time, he looked good, man, and he looked good against Lucas Almeida, who I'm really high on, yeah. you know. So uh, I don't think he, uh, maybe it was the Octagon Jitters, you know. For Venada, Venada is a tough uh, veteran. It's difficult. He's also very inconsistent, you know what I mean? So it's, I, I would still go with Zell Huber. I think he wins the decision. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's my pick, too. So we actually have the same thought on that, which is interesting. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. We got a women's strawweight bout between Julian Robertson and Pierre Rodriguez. Another close one, Marcel, on the odds. The odds for this one 
We have minus 115, Julia Robertson, minus 105, Pierre Rodriguez. What do you think about this one? Another really close fight according to the odds. Yeah, that's a difficult one as well. You know, uh, although I really like Pierre Rodriguez, man. I think she's she's pretty good, you know. She's also still young. No good in her fights. Um, pretty uh, just just good, you know. I think she's really good. Definitely on the ground game is pretty good. Striking is pretty decent. Um, if you look at the opponent, Jillian Robertson, inconsistent. Looked good against Maria Agapova last time out. Uh, had some weird losses in the UFC as well, you know, uh, some losses that I think she shouldn't have against when she fought better competition. I think with JJ Aldrich, she lost to, uh, for example, uh, she, she also lost to uh, Miranda Maverick. And uh, I, I'm not going to say anything about Tyler Santos because Tyler obviously is uh, one mm-hmm. of the better one of the better girls, you know, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's okay, that can happen. But um, yeah, Difficult, man. I think Robertson can finish her if she gets her in a good position. But at the same time, I feel like I'm not going against Rodriguez because I really think she's good. Yeah. So, so I'm going with Pierre Rodriguez. I'm not going to go with a finish, but with a, with a decision win. Hard fought decision win. Man, I agree. I actually agree. So we have the same thoughts on this fight. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a, you know a pretty good fight. A lot of grappling, obviously. I think in this fight, Marcel. You know, Julia Robertson, like again, she just she has been fighting mostly at flyweight, right? So that's interesting. She's dropping back down the weight. Um, I believe it's kind of a tough cut for her, I would imagine. So she'll probably need to finish her opponent probably early in the first round or something. Maybe, I know she has a lot of third-round finishes, guys, but again, you know, she's kind of an extra 10 pounds. It's not easy. Pierre Rodriguez looks really good. You know, her cardio looks good, too. Beat Sam Hughes. Like, Sam Hughes has great cardio and out-cardio her. So to me, she's looked good in the UFC. That that win's um, pretty pretty good. Um, BK Hansen, Marcel. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the Velasco Machado girl she beats pretty good too. I mean, like she's looked solid. She's undefeated. I don't want to go against her, man. I like her. You know, Robertson's. I think she has the most submission wins in women's UFC history. I think, but maybe besides Ronda or something, like she's right there. Um, but again, you know, I just got some question marks about her. I always have, and especially at one fifteen, I don't know. So I'm going to go with Pierre Rodriguez by decision. We have the same thoughts, Marcel. I'm actually curious what the odds are because we both. Uh, Thought that Rodriguez, but I don't think it's up yet. But yeah, hopefully um comes up. I'm curious to see what that is. All right. Uh go to the next fight here. We got a <laughs> light heavyweight belt between two veterans that uh I gotta be honest, I'm a little surprised these guys are still fighting. So we got Zach Cummings taking on Ed Shorefuse Herman, who's all one of my all-time favorites, by the way. Love, love Ed Herman. Hey man, this might be his last fight, Marcel. It's possible. You know, it's very possible. So um let's take a look at this fight, guys. Like uh, the odds for it again, Zach Cummings favored minus two fifty at her and plus two hundred. Let me start on this one, Marcel. Yeah, so, go ahead, sure. yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, I, I didn't even know Zach Cummings was on the roster. Still, he hasn't fought in three years. He is coming off a win in his last fight over Lesio Chirko. Was pretty competitive. Um, but here's the thing: like Zach is an older guy, thirty, uh, thirty uh, eight, but you know he's won three of his last four and. You know, the, the layoff obviously worries you always about an older fighter. But the thing is, Ed Herman's even older, right? He's like 42. Ed is like one of the oldest guys in the UFC. He's turning 43 this year. Love Ed Herman. Been around forever. Super, super tough, man. But I know he had that three-fight win streak, guys. But, like, that fight with Mike Rodriguez was really weird. The way it was roughed was terrible by Chris Tyone. And realistically, he should have lost the fight. Then against Alonzo Menefield. Again, tough as nails. Very hard to put this guy away, but like, just kind of was like getting there, getting kicked, and and Manifield just kind of made it look like a sparring session. I don't know. I mean, I think he's going to definitely try his best. He'll try to finish the fight, but you know, Cummings pretty durable guy for the most part. Not the easiest guy to finish himself. I got to go with Cummings more. So I mean, how could I? How could I? How could I pick Ed Herman at age forty-two now, coming off some fight? Or like the last fight, he took a lot of damage. And, can't pick him. He hasn't fought in two years almost as well. They're both coming off long layoffs, really. They kind of cancel each other out. I just – I don't know, man. I know they're – again, Zach is 38, but 42 is – the amount of damage he's taken that tournament in his career, how can I pick him? So I can't. I can't do it. Zach Cummings, you know what? Yeah. Zach Cummings probably by TKO. I kind of think he's going to finish him now that I think about it. What are you thinking? Man, when Ed Herman made his debut in the UFC, I was a fucking minor. 
So that's how long he's in the UFC. Let me just say, by the way, Cummings by decision plus 100, but by knockout plus 450. So uh, I feel decision more, more decision. decision. Well, that's why the odds are plus 100. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel think he can catch him. I think it's possible. It's possible, but at the same time, Herman is tough. You know, we all tough. know that. It's very fucking tough. Uh, we, we also, you also, listen, man, gingers are very tough. We have to question how, how much blood is going to be on his face at the end of the fight? A lot. And yeah. Probably with both guys, to be really Both honest. guys, but like, I think Edgy's going to be covered in blood. I yeah. really do. So, um, yeah, I'm picking, taking comments, decision. I was really odd fight, dude, when they made this one. I remember when, when I saw this fight, I was like, do they have recent pictures of these two? You know, I think Herman fought in 2021, and I think uh, Kamis' yeah. last fight was against the Kiriko, right? Um, yeah, I was surprised yeah. he was still on the roster. I forgot about that fight, kind of. Yeah, me for... too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm taking Cummings here. Yeah, I take him too. So, we all have the same thought. It's crazy, right? We haven't, I don't think we picked different uh, fighters yet. Maybe coming up here. Maybe in this fight. Um, coming up, Marcel, this is your uh, this is your t- fight of the night. And you're very surprised this fight is on the prelims because we have a flyweight bow between contenders Brandon Royval and Matthias Nicolau. The odds for this one, Nicolau minus 200, Brandon Royval plus 165. Go ahead. Share your thoughts, man. Yeah, I think it's an amazing fight, man. I think uh, the UFC still underestimate flyweights for somehow, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, if you look at Brandon Royval, the UFC, he came up very quick. Remember, two two wins against Elliot and Cara France. Then uh, injured his shoulder against Brandon Moreno, lost to Pantoja. And uh, in 2022... Two good wins against Bontorin and Schnell. And Schnell, he was actually, uh, in a, uh, he overcame adversity in that fight and uh, finished Schnell early still. Well, also was fight of the night while they only fought like for two minutes. Uh, Nicolau, Nic- Nicolau is one of those guys who got cut after the UFC pretty much wanted to get rid of the flyway division. And uh, back then, he was actually 3-1, and one, remember? Uh, and he got cut yeah. after a loss to Dustin Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked himself back up. It's now 4-0 since his comeback. Split decision of a cop, which was a little bit controversial. But after that, two good wins against Elliot and Dvorak. And uh, the Schnell uh, TKO, pretty, it was a knockout in the second round. Now against Roy Val, it's a difficult fight, man, because I think Nicolau is good on the ground. He's good stand-up. And Roy Val is super explosive, but at the same time, he, he can get caught. We saw that before, you know. And I think Nicolau is re- Nicolau is kind of the guy who is really, like, uh, basic, really good and doesn't make too many mistakes, you know. And Roy Val, he is more spectacular, but he makes more mistakes in this fight, in my opinion. So for me, it's like if Roy Val doesn't make those mistakes, he... Can't get him out of there, I think. But at the same time, Nicolau is super tough. And I favor Nicolau by decision here. I'm picking Nicolau too, man. I, I have to. I, I think he's looked really good uh, since coming back to the UFC. Um, he's been, you know, very competitive in pretty much all his fights. The Plus last he's fight, good, sorry, go ahead. Plus he's in good spirits because his girlfriend won. His girlfriend. Uh, who said she was hot? Someone would say, oh, Juan, right? Juan, yeah. <laughs> Luan is, yeah, that's his girlfriend. He was yeah. there in the, uh, the octagon after she yeah. went. Yeah, she's good looking for sure. Yeah, he's looked good, right? Like he beat Schnell, knocked him out. Dvorak, I think the Dvorak win looks pretty good. That guy's mm-hmm. not bad, you know? Elliot's yeah. a good win. Uh, the cop fight, I, I thought he lost that fight, but, you know, just the fact that it was that close against a really good fighter like that shows, you know, how talented he is. He looked good and brave before he came back to the UFC. I just think he's more solid, more well rounded. You know, that's what I think, more solid. And, uh, Roy Val dangerous everywhere. I get it, especially the submissions, nasty, and he's got some good striking too at times. But like, I don't know, man, he leaves himself really exposed in his fights. His defense is kind of bad, in my opinion. So, going with the better defensive fighter, um, I think, By the way, is. especially. Uh, the- uh, sorry, news finished. I, I I think you know I know you said the uh, decision that that's usually what flyweights do, but I think you could submit him too. I, I think it's possible. Anyways, go ahead. Is he also the only guy with a Japanese necktie win in the UFC? He might be. He might yeah. be. Um, that was against uh, who Bruno was it? Perea, I think his debut. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was. Yeah. They're calling it huh, UFC stats as guillotine, but I think it was a Japanese like Yeah. Um, I want to say there was one in WEC. Maybe I'm wrong. Can't remember. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. Um, you got Bill Algio taking on TJ Brown, and odd for this one. Bill Algio minus one sixty five. TJ Brown plus one thirty five. Your thoughts? Yeah, this maybe this gonna bite me, but I think this is a pretty easy pick, man. To be really honest, I think Bill Algio is better than yep. TJ Brown everywhere. Yep. I think TJ Brown uh, really saved his UFC career pretty much by 
yeah, he I know he was two on one in his last three fights, but still before that he lost two, and that Kai Kamaka split decision was a little bit, mm, yeah, you know, yeah. But they looked good against Eric Silva, who was uh, who came in undefeated back then in in, in the fight, and uh, he he submitted him in the third round, so that looked good. Bill Algio comes off that split decision loss mm -hmm. to Feely, for that looked good against Joanna Sombrito in the second and third round, and uh, against Herbert Burns, he he had some trouble in the first one, but Herbert Burns completely. Was completely exhausted, man. After a few minutes, and uh, Bill Aljo won the fight. Yeah, has also a great fight against Ricardo Lamas, which was his last uh, fight of Lamas's career. Um, Aljo for me, decision. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I like I like Bill Aljo in this fight. I think the odds are good too. Minus one sixty five, good mm -hmm. odds on him. I just think he's got the better cardio, Marcel. I think that's what it comes down to. You know, he's super tough, good wrestling. Yeah, I think he wins the fight personally. So I'm with you, Marcel. I have Bill Aljo winning a decision in this fight as well. Um, although I do think he could potentially submit him too. TJ Brown's, you know, uh, shown his neck out there before, left his out there before. So I think it's possible he gets submitted as well. All right, going next right here, we got Clay Guida taking on Rafa Garcia Marcel in the UFC uh, flyweight, or excuse me, not flyweight, lightweight division. What am I talking about? Um, uh, Rafa Garcia right now, minus, two, minus 225, Clay Guida plus 185. I'll start on this one too. Um, I really like Rafa Garcia in this fight, man. Like, I, I feel good about him here, guys. Like, Guida is obviously a veteran. You know, he's got good wrestling himself. I get it. But, like, I just think Rafa Garcia right now is prime. You know, he's only, what is he, 28. Um, he's looked great in the UFC. Great wrestling. The pace is unbelievable. Um, I, I think he's looked good in the UFC, man. I really do. And I know he lost to a Gritzmacher. I thought he won that fight. Could easily be five and two now. Um, and then the other fight was close. Was pretty pretty close. <laughs> he lost the fight, but it was close. You know, Guida, you know, he obviously matches up well with the wrestling, but like I don't know, man. At the age was he's turning forty three this year. Yeah, I can't pick or forty two as well. He's like Ed Herman. I can't pick him. I know again, guys. Like I know that he's you know looked pretty good, but I just can't pick him in this fight, man. And I, I here's the thing with Clay. Like I've watched him so many times over the years. Like his submission deep is, uh, is he leaves his uh, neck out a lot for submissions. And I think Rafa Garcia can submit him. I really do. So that's that's what I would take a look at, Marcel. Rafa Garcia by submission. That's going to be my pick in this one. I think he gets his neck and chokes him out. What do you think? I'm definitely on Rafa Garcia here as well. I think only people who are really like um, picking with the hearts going with with Clay Guida here, to be really honest. Uh, Rafa Garcia, as for me, is like pretty much a no-brainer. So, yeah. um yeah, I'm picking him as well. Do I pick him with a finish? I'm not sure, man. If he finishes Season? him... Yeah, it's either a decision or a late finish for Rafa Garcia. It's either a decision or like submission, I believe, by like weird mm -hmm. control or something. Yeah. A couple of comments here. You guys see Clay fighting plus 43. Maybe. He's another guy that potentially, Marcel, he could go to like a um, game bread boxing or bare knuckle yeah. boxing. I could see him doing that. Rafa decision, possibly. Yeah, I think it's either a decision or, or, or a submission. I'm just saying like plus 400 is submission prop, right? Mm -hmm. um, decisions plus. 125. She's already getting plus money on it. Yeah, I, I like Garcia in this fight, man. I'm with you. Like yeah. he's one of he's one of my I would say stronger picks personally. Me too. Pedro Munoz up next against Chris Gutierrez. Love this fight. I, I kind of feel strong with my pick in this one though. To be honest. Okay, let me hear. Yeah. So the odds for this one, we got Chris Gutierrez minus two twenty five plus one eight and Pedro Munoz. Mm. Damn right, I'm picking Chris Gutierrez more. So I've been picking him throughout his win streak. Why would I stop picking him now? Guy's awesome. He's looked, yeah, I think he's looked fantastic in the UFC. He's got some of the best striking in the division. His leg kicks are nasty. Um, he's just looked great, man. Really hasn't showed too many like flaws in this game, in my opinion. Um, Munoz, you know, hasn't looked great lately, but obviously been fighting a league competition, right? That's the thing. Like, he's been fighting killers, man. <laughs> Look at his last like 10 opponents, Marcel. You got like Sean O'Malley with no contest. I thought he was doing well in that fight, by the way. Um, lost to Cruz. Lost to Aldo, beat Rivera, lost to Edgar, lost to Sterling. Like, he's only losing to the league guys. So, Although the Edgar fight, he should have won. I, I, think. I thought he'd be a Frank Edgar, too. I did. Anyways, again, he's getting up there in age, though, and he has taken a lot of uh, damage. Also, he's got to change his nickname. He's not the young Punisher anymore. Come on. He's not young anymore. I I, I don't know, Marcel. I really like Chris Gutierrez, man. He's, he is big, the bigger fighter in this fight. I think he's you – know, I know Munoz has got good kicks, but Gutierrez next level kicks. I think he just leg kicks him and beats him and wins a decision. That's why I think his Munoz is tough as fucking hell. Like he, it's almost impossible to finish more so. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with the decision for uh, Gutierrez probably. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's just like uh, Young Assassin with Melvin Gillard and Wonder Boy with Stephen Thompson, right? Uh, 
yeah, Gutierrez going to win the fight. That's what I think. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe even finishes him, but I would go with the decision. Yeah, I think we have the same pick in this one. Ranked opponent next for Garcia. Maybe, maybe he's not a good record in the UFC. Depends how that's he wins. Finish, if he finishes yeah. Quigley, yeah, that's next exactly. one, right? Gutierrez by decision. I think that's what I like as well. What are the odds on that? Gutierrez by decision. Plus, oh, it's minus 115. I uh, juice. Okay. I'll tell you something. You know, if if Rafa Garcia beats Clay Guida, match him up with Claudio Puelas. That'd be fine, yeah. Gutierrez knockout plus 450. That's interesting. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. Next fight we have in the UFC. Light, oh, light, light heavyweight division. Booster. Yeah, yeah. We got Tanner Booster against Young Kutalba. I, I want. I swear to God, this was the co-main event for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Okay, they, so they changed that up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got uh and Bozer. Bozer's making his debut, obviously, at 205. After uh, you know, the media asked him for so many years, he always got angry at, at, at like Brett, Brett Okamoto and, and a couple other people that were like, going to move down. He's like, I'm not moving down. I'm not moving down away. And then he ends up doing it. And by the way, the pictures, Marcel, he looks in great shape. Yeah, like, he does. He, he like, <laughs> Dude, why did he not do this sooner? Like, I really, like, why didn't he? I don't get it. Probably loves to eat like myself, so yeah. Yeah, he's just stubborn too, like all fighters. Anyways... Iron Kutalov at minus 125. Bozer plus 105. Should be noted, Bozer opened at minus 160. Marcel, I like Bozer in this fight. I think he knocks him out. I think he knocks him out. Like All his wins in the UFC are knockout for the most part. Um, Kutalov is a guy that's got about five minutes of cardio. He's going to gas out after that. Um, he's lost, what, five of his last six. Again, against good competition. I just don't trust his durability. He's been finished in all those losses. He gets finished like a, a lot. Almost all his losses are by stoppage. Um, Bozer, again, you know, coming down from heavyweight, it's got that power. Um, I know it, here's the thing about Bozer. Like, you could argue he lost three of his decision losses, Marcel, all three of them, really. You know, he could he could be six and zero right now, right? If you had different judges, like Nasi Mento fight was close, the fight with Latifi was close, the Arlovsky fight was close. I'm just saying, like, with the different set of circumstances, guys, he could be undefeated. You never know, but he isn't. And you know, he he's an underdog in this fight. I think he's being undervalued here. I think he should be favored to win this fight. Um, he's more consistent, in my opinion, and you know I think that he's got the better cardio. Probably, I understand that the weight cut's going to be a concern, right? But you know, hopefully his chin holds up. I'll just say that because if he, if it holds up, I think he'll win. Uh, Tanner Boaster by knockout. That's why I pick more. So, what do you like? So, if Boaster doesn't get knocked out by a crazy crazy punch by Kutilaba, he's going to win the fight. I think you know, yeah. uh, Kutilaba with this. Not good fight IQ. He had Anzakchuku in trouble, and then he shot for a takedown. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, man, I'm not a fighter, but I never understand that when you got somebody in trouble, you shoot for a takedown. But hey, who am I? Um, Bozer, I think he wins the fight. You know, he looked good. He looks good. Uh, I think he should have been going to light heavyweight much sooner. But uh, hey, it's good that he finally is going to do it. You know. Um, I had to laugh, man. I was watching some uh, a clip of uh, James Lynch about that uh, meme from Tanner Bowser. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, Bowser's gonna win this one. I think I, I would pick it with a finish as well. Probably yeah. second round, not first, second round. Knockouts plus two hundred for the problem. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, a couple of comments. Uh, how many fights do Pedro think Pedro has left? Depends what happens in this fight. He gets brutally knocked out. It, you know, takes away for him. But again, uh, he's got some uh, good. What's that? Oh, do you see that? Bless, that was bless you. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, you couldn't hear me anyways. I muted it. But yeah, that was a crazy sneeze. Um, Bozer ML decision. Yeah, I think he knocks him out, though. So that uh, this is possible, too. Bozer and Jacoby are both eight years since they finished good chains. I agree. But again, Bozer's moving down, right? So that's interesting. And also, Tim Haig knocked him out. It was like five seconds of the fight. Like, he's never like been knocked out like other than that. So very good chin. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. We got another light heavyweight bout here between Azamat Mirzakhanov. The professional and taking on Dustin Kobe, the Hanyak. Love this fight, man. I mean, this is such an awesome fight. Two guys, two of five, that will stand there and trade for you. And it, it's going to be a fun fight to watch. Odds for this one Dustin Jacoby, minus 165. Azamat Merza Canada, plus 140. Um, this is an interesting fight. I know which way I lean in this fight. I want to hear your thoughts on this one, Marcel. What do you think? Do you actually know what the Hanyak means? Because I have no idea. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I should check while you're talking. Yeah. Uh, so, um, to be really honest, if you look at their fights, you know, Mursa Khanov is undefeated, but he's like a, a quicksand kind of fighter. You know, you feel like it's not going to go well, and then out of nowhere, he, he gets you from somehow. You know? By the way, I just found it. So it's an out-of-line yeah. Polish soldier. 
Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember it anymore, but that I, I looked it up before. I didn't know anymore. There you go. Yeah. Um, and Jacoby, actually, Jacoby really looked good in the UFC since he came back, in my opinion. He has one draw against Kutilaba, remember? Mm -hmm. And uh, he got that loss against Khalil Roundtree, which I thought he clearly won. Um, that said, for, for me, it's like, you know, many people will go up Merzakhanov because he's undefeated, probably, but I won't. You know, I think Jacoby looked really good, and I think this will be stand-up battle. And I think he may, he, he he wins Jacoby duty. I think he puts him away second round KO for for Jacoby. I, yeah, I love this fight. Um, man, we we haven't disagreed on any fight yet, but I think we're gonna finally disagree on one. Finally, I, I'm going with Merzikano, Mark. So I have to take an underdog here. You know, like I've been picking a lot of the favorites. Again, underdogs always win. They've been doing so well lately. And Merzikano just jumps off the page to me because like I'm I am surprised he's he's plus one forty right now. Um, listen, I know Jacoby's a great striker. Like. Technically, probably the superior striker. I mean, I probably no doubt about that. But it's MMA. It is MMA, and time and time again, we see fighters that should win lose. Merzakhanov um, in these fights, Marcel, like you said, like just he's got that cheat code. You talked about this before. He's got that cheat code to pull out of his ass when he's losing a fight. He's down on points. He can pull it out of his ass and knock you out. And I have to take a shot in the here, Marcel, because the power is just something to behold. You know, undefeated again. Um, it's not a young guy. He's, he's 33. He's in his prime. You know, he's ready to go. Um, look great in the UFC. Knocking out Devin Clark is a big statement. Um, the Chukri fight was not looking good in that fight, but knocked him out. And then obviously the Sheffield fight. Look, actually, that's in hindsight, it looks even better probably because that guy did, you know, decent in PFL. I don't know, man. I just got to take a shot in him or so. Like, listen, Jacoby, again, probably the superior technical striker, but, you know, it doesn't mean he'll win the fight. Um, and I love Dustin Jacoby too. It's not like I want to pick against him here because I think he's a great fighter, man, and he's consistent. And you'll you'll know you get a good fight out of him. But again, Marcel, I just there's some of those Merzikhanov guy I really like, man. I think he can like pull off another knockout here, surprise knockout. So for me, I'll take Merzikhanov by knockout. Odds on this one plus two sixty five. Jacoby by knockout plus two sixty five for your pick. <laughs> Crazy, eh? That is yeah. funny. Um. Anyway, someone's someone's talking smack about us, but that's okay. Don't know why. Huh? Right, talking crap. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, it's a comment. Where's the camp first round sprinkle? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe later in the fight personally, but yeah, first round could happen. <clears throat> Do I think Azimat's undersized for light heavyweight? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, I, I, I was looking at that earlier too. He is like shorter and he's got less reach, but again, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think you can catch him. That's just, it's kind of like a hunch almost, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely get why you picked Jacoby. All right. We've got two more fights here, Marcel. we got the featherweight bout between Edson Barboza and Billy Quintil, which is the co-main event. And the odds for this one, man, what a good fight. Uh, by the way, someone's saying uh, under two and a half rounds. Hey, it's not collectibles. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think there's a finish in that fight. And I know Marcel thought the same thing. Um, all right, Edson Barbosa and Billy Quarantillo, odds for this one. Billy Q, minus 165. Edson Barbosa, plus 140. What do you think, man? Uh, difficult. Um, the thing is, like, Edson Barbosa, he he didn't look good against uh, Mitchell in his last fight. You know, before that, Giga also not. But uh, I think he can be competitive with Quarantillo, you know. If you look at Quarantillo last fight, Alexander Hernandez looked very bad in the first round, I think, or Alexander looked really good. And he came back in the second round and finished him. Um, this is kind of like, where is Barbosa right now in his career? And this, can, Billy, can Billy match that at this moment of his career? You know, I think it will be a competitive fight. Actually, I thought Billy was a lot younger, actually, but he's actually older than me. So um, I think they have a two-year year difference. I think Barbosa 36, Garantillo is 34. Um, I feel like Barbosa can still win the fight, dude. That's what I feel. I think uh, with striking, I think he's more technical. I think Billy can surprise. But, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of leaning towards Barbosa by the fight decision. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, this is another interesting fight. I, I I think this could be a fun fight too. But for me, it's like I've been thinking about this one a lot. Like again, it's like the last fight actually in a way because mm -hmm. I definitely think Barboza is like the more superior technical striker. I mean, I think no one would argue otherwise. But getting dropped by Bryce Mitchell and then the fight with Jacadze getting dropped a couple times has not looked good lately, guys. Hasn't been that competitive. Um, I know you knocked out Burgos, right? But yeah. there's so much damage in that fight. That was a fucking war. 
That fight was insane. Um, I think you think a lot of wars, right, in his career. Kind of feel like the damage is adding up now. And Quarantillo again, a lot of wars too. But I, I think that last fight against Hernandez showed that you know he still can take some punishment and then come back later in the fight and win. I'm going with Billy Q more. So I think he finishes him. That's, that's what I think. So Billy Q for me by knockout, my plus two twenty five. You said Barbosa by decision. That's plus two thirty five. So similar odds. Um, that's probably the two way the two ways the fight goes. Billy's tough as hell. I don't really see Barbosa finishing him. Although I guess obviously it's possible. It's, with his kicks, a uh, couple of comments. Billy and Max would be awesome. Max loses. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I've always wanted to see uh, Max and, and Barboza. I think that would be a good fight, too. Barboza, 3 7 in the last 10. Yeah, he could be done. Close fight. I think Barboza with the experience possibly might go. Possibly. Thoughts on Umar? Uh, I have no idea. I don't think it's a lie, though. I think Murab actually confirmed that that was uh, offered to him. But he's injured, right? All right, go to the next fight here. We got the last fight, Marcel. Wow, he made it to the main event. Max Holloway taking Arnold Allen. Another interesting fight here. Five-round featherweight bout. Odds for this one, Max Holloway minus 185, Arnold Allen plus 150. What do you think? Um, it's another, it's another same how I think. Like For me, Max is still the second best in the division. You know, that's how I see it. You know, and the thing is like, um, Arnold Allen, very talented guy, but hasn't had that marquee far win in his career, in my opinion. You know, um, as a win over Melendez, but that wasn't Melendez. Who was it? The Melendez anymore from the strike first days. You know, got a win over Dan Hooker, which I don't really rate, and he got to he got to win over Cater, which was an injury, and it's nothing he can do about, right? So now fighting Max Holloway. If he beats Holloway, he should get a title shot, in my opinion. You know, that's how I see it. Uh, the thing is, it's our. Arnold Allen is going up, in my opinion, and Holloway is a little bit more stationary, you know? And the thing is, is Arnold Allen yet at the point of Max Holloway, or is it he still a little bit uh, under it, you know? And that's a, that's the real thing in this one. Based on what I've seen, I think Arnold Allen has a chance to win the fight, but based on what I've seen so far, i got to side with Max Holloway in this one. Because he showed he beat pretty much everybody besides Volkanovski in the division. And he made a competitive the second time with Volkanovski when he fought the third time, definitely not. Um, yeah, decision. And the thing is, like, don't forget, in 2021, he beat Rodriguez as well. You know, it was also a competitive fight, but he beat him, you know. And uh, his only three recent losses in the division are against Volkanovski. So I I'm taking Max Holloway here. This one's tricky. This is a tricky one, man. I yeah, think, anyways, I, because the is. thing is, like, I just don't know where Max is right now, right? Like, that's it. Thinking about it, Marcel, I was planning on picking Max. Let me just talk about like my thought process here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, Max is one of the best ever. You know, he's only lost to Volk. He's a great striker. Shouldn't really have any issues with the grappling in this fight. You know, but the thing is, like, I just think Marcel. I think the damage is adding up with him too. And I'm pretty sure he's he's um, I'm I'm like 99% sure that he has the record for most significant strikes absorbed without ever getting dropped. He's never been dropped in like what 20 something fights in the UFC. Allen's got some 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 power, you know, and he can surprise. And uh, man, again, you know, this is tough because Holloway is one of the best ever, but. It's just tough because he lost to Volk. Like, it's hard to, like, take a lot away. But at the same time, that last fight was not competitive. And he absorbed a lot. Of he hasn't fought in a year. He took a lot of damage in that fight. It worries me. Arnold Allen, you know, really fresh. And the whole the thing with Arnold more so, like, his whole career, they've, like, built him slow and slow. And they've always given him, like, the right matchup. So it's like, they're def this team, his team has been building in the right way. And they're definitely confident they have the tools to beat Max. And I want to say he can do it, man. So... It's tough to go against Max Holloway. He is one of the greats. He's gonna he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. We talk about Hall of Famers. Max Holloway's going in, but I think Arnold Allen. You know, Marcel. He's got that. I think what is it? Ten fights in a row. To me, that's kind of hard to go against. I'm gonna go with the ten fight win streak. I'll I'll I'll, I'll ride the momentum in this one, man. And I'll take Allen. And I I think he might be able to hurt Holloway. I don't know if he finishes him, but I think maybe he'll be that first guy to knock, to knock him down at least. Can I so, ask you something? Sure, of course. If the fight hits the ground, who do you favor? It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think maybe maybe Max, but I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's going to stay standing, though, I'm pretty sure. That's what I think, too, but I, I was wondering what you would say. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good question. I mean, maybe he'll hit the ground. Maybe. Or, uh, but I feel like, I don't know, when was the last time Max has really used his grappling? It's been a Rodriguez? Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah, he did take him down a couple times. 
maybe that may, you know what? We'll see what happens. That that's the thing. People forget about that fight, right? Like a little bit because it was, you know, it was two years ago. But like now, one guy's the champ, and, and but the guy that lost or that beat him is not the champ, right? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Max is in a weird spot in the division, man. I could see him yes. like doing like super fights too, you know, maybe going to one fifty five again. He's he's in the Whitaker spot, right? Yeah, he is. Same with Rose. They're in the same still the same spot, right? Yeah, but Rose at least won. Actually, Rose won the fight. <laughs> Anyways, Arnold Allen. Do you think I'm crazy with this Allen pick? Do you think it's not? No, no. I think it's a close fight, dude. So I, you can go either way. I just I feel more safe by picking Max. Yeah, because I know what you're saying. I I, I, not, I agree with that. I, I know Arnold is super talented and all, but I'm not yeah. convinced yet because he doesn't have that marquee win. I know you're saying like it's almost like you have to like kind of take a shot shot on yeah. you know like you have to believe like it's like like I. I know a lot of people picked Aaron Blanchfield a few months ago, right? Like, I didn't really see that fight going that way, and then she looked amazing, right? So I kind of feel like Max has, or Arnold Allen has that potential to do the Max in this fight and look great. Comments, Halbert should win. Maybe, I mean, he's favored. Pick Max by decision. That seems like the safe pick here. Allen has faced one top 10 guy in Cater injured, wanted to see Allen in rounds four and five. Yeah, I mean, again, it's you're taking a shot on him, right? A little bit of a guess. Every chin is expiration day. I also feel like Max's chin has is, is been, you know, He's, he's taking a lot of damage, man. Yeah. Look at my, guys, look at his last couple of fights. Like he's absorbed what? Gets uh Volk, 199 significant strikes, 159 against Yair. Even against Cat Cater in his fight, like where he landed 445. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's he's absorbed like over 100 strikes in like seven straight fights, guys. Like that adds up. Actually, it's more than that. It's like eight straight fights. Again, most strikes absorbed without ever getting knocked down. So if if uh, Allen does drop him, that's that, that says something with his power. All right, a couple other comments really quickly. I, I think you guys don't know. Ask Paul Tabor. I don't know. I think a London card, right? Uh, Eleven years is Max finished. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, last time Max lost at one forty-five to someone that wasn't isn't full Connor in twenty thirteen. Um, you're forgetting about Dustin Poirier too, right? Lost that was one fifty-five. Oh, 145? Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's that's why it's, it's hard, right? Because he, he really should win the fight, you know, Marcel, but I just, I think Alan, you know, it's got, it's got what it takes to do it. A couple other questions, guys. We're getting a little tired now, though. It's, you know, two hours, Marcel. It's, we're going we're gonna to wrap up here, right? I do want to do PFL really quick. Someone's asking about that. I was asking about Gamrot. I don't know. Would you pick between Fiji and Gamrot? I would probably pick uh, Gamrot. I'll look good against yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyways, uh, let's do PFL. Yeah. Anything else for yourself for that card? You're good. No, let's go PFL. Let's just do PFL quickly, guys. We'll go through this really fast. Um, let me pull it up here, Marcel, on the screen. And you have any thoughts on this card? Have you looked at this one? Yeah, can you pull it up? Because yeah. I don't know the exact matchups on my head. Yeah, a few. Yeah, here we go. All right. So, all right. Sadabusi, the Swedish Denzel Washington. Is that his nickname? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Against uh, your boy Marcel, uh, Jarrah uh, Hussein Al Salali, who's looked uh, well. He had that win in his debut by knockout. It was brutal. He's pretty good. Anyways, odds in this one. Really uh, read them off quick. C minus one seventy five. Al Salali plus one forty five. What do you think? Difficult, man. Difficult. I think Sadi Boussi has looked pretty well in the last in the last season, but I'm not really. I'm not still not really sold on him to be really honest, man. So um, I think Al Salawi has a good chance to win the fight. I think it's close. Yeah, I do too. I actually do too. Um, next up, we got Ben Egley versus Magomed Magomedkero. Who is this guy? I do not know who this is. He is fought in PFL for no. Uh, I I don't know who this dude is. He's mostly fought in King of the Cage. That's not a good thing. Uh, Magomed's minus nine hundred. I almost feel like he should be higher, shouldn't he? Yeah, man, uh, going with the Dagestani Eminem. Yeah, this fight's not hard to pick at all. Yeah, they uh, the time Schald versus Steve Ray. Is this a have they fought before or no? No, they haven't. Steve, okay. he fought Pettis yeah. twice. Yeah, um, Schalty minus 360, Ray plus 285. What do you think? I would take a gamble on Steve to be really honest. Yeah, I'm surprised the odds are that wide. I feel like that yeah. fight's closer than that. Yeah, Roush Banfield gets Alex Martinez. This is a good fight. Yeah, Roush I think. Banfield, yeah, you're picking him. Yeah, yeah. My, he's actually the underdog plus one twenty. I like the underdog in this fight. Me too. Martinez is minus one fifty. I just like Manfield a lot more. Um, Shen Mitchell versus Nia Lopez. Don't know these guys. Uh, know anything about them? 
Lopez is the favorite, minus two twenty-five. I don't know who these guys are. Undefeated guy from Mexico. Okay. Oh, Lux Fight League. Okay, that's a good fight. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, I'll be honest. Um, and this guy, Shane Mitchell. Let's see him quickly. Where's he from? Diamondback FC. Uh, that's Australia, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's fought in like low-level promotion. All right. No interest in that one. Bruno uh, Miranda against Ahmed Amir. I don't know these guys either, Marcel. Do you? I've heard of Ahmed Amir. Has it fallen brief? Maybe. Plus 135 to him, minus 165 Miranda. I don't think I know these guys too well. Um, yeah, he's a brave guy. Okay, yeah. so you got that one. The other dude, uh, Bruno Miranda. Oh, I see. He did fight in PFL. Yeah, yeah, he fought yeah. once. Okay. So I know him a little bit, yeah. I they fought in the Challenger Series, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have a pick in that for, for myself, though. Uh, Zach, uh, Juice Love versus Brandon Jenkins. He's in back in PFL. Jenkins. Uh, I'm going yeah. with Jenkins, man. Minus 135. He's his favorite. I think he wins. Olivia Alvin versus Aver Shane Burgos. Your boy, man. Shane Burgos. Odds. He is minus. No. O, o, uh, OAM is favored. Minus 155. Burgos plus 125. I think Shane, right? Yeah, I think Shane as well, yeah. Shane is. Uh, Shane, man. Yeah. Shane Burgos, dude. I, I know OEM's a good fighter, but I think Shane beats him. You know, if they I were in the UFC, so. I'd pick I'd pick Shane too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shane, but what decision? Yeah, or, or even the TKO. Possible. Uh, too. Yeah, I'm taking Shane too. Clay Collard against Yamato uh, Nishikawa. Collard minus two fifty five. He should win, right? Yeah. I think. Dennis Goldsoff against Patrick Brady. I guess that's on this card. I don't know. Goldsoff minus six twenty five for Goldsoff. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Win. Carlos Leal against David Zawada. Oh, he's in PFL. I didn't know that. Okay. He's fighting the Leal guy. Who Carlos Leal minus 45. What about David Zawada plus 195? You know, he's a dog that can win. Definitely possible. Tons of experience in the UFC. Uh, he's coming off a win in his last fight. Look, his losses are pretty good fighters, Marcel. Yeah. He wasn't bad. Carlos Leal hit that win over uh, Ray Cooper, but I don't know how good he really is. Anyways, there, and then there's one other fight. Megaman Umalatov against Delano Taylor. I'm guessing you're taking Umalatov, right? Yeah, although the, Taylor fought the uh, Taylor fought the final last year, right? Yeah, minus 400 on him. On him so I'm sorry. The fight. You okay? <laughs> I don't know. You're right, buddy. Yeah, man, no problem. Something in my throat. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, I, yeah, yeah. I like Burris, Bob said. All right, I think we're good here, Marcel. I, you're you're sick. Yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here, guys. Uh, guys, thanks again for joining us today for the podcast. Appreciate it. We're back next week, same time as always, 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday nights. Uh, for now, you can follow me on Twitter at, at MMMattermartin. Follow Marcel, Big Marcel24. Talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the fight. UFC Kansas City this weekend. Take care. See ya. Peace.